talking, dating, and love. Seek treatment. If you're boring as fuck, seek treatment. If you're unlucky in love, seek treatment. If you just can't take a hit, we'll seek treatment. With Kat and Pat. <laughs> Hey. Hey. It's Kitty Cat Cappuccino. It's Patrick Cappuccino Nayregan, and, and this, this is Seek Treatment, Treatment, a podcast about boys, sex, sex fucking dating, dating and, and love, love, and everything that comes with that. Which can emotionally, be... physically, spiritually. We sometimes we do our. Um, I'm realizing now. Sometimes we do our hmm. intro like without the guests. I'm feeling so like yeah, self conscious. Yeah, but it's so like business bitch yeah, doing yeah. an intro near a guest. I know. We're so happy because today we have a guest in the studio, in and by the studio, studio, what I'm saying is that. Three of us are in my hot West Village apartment. Um, there's two computers, endless cords. Yeah, there's two, more cords. More cords it's than people. Orgy of cords. It's an orgy. It's a corgi. Corgi. It's a corgi. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I have to share. Speaking of corgis, speaking of orgies, I told you the story, but mm-hmm. you know, I've adopted April Dreams. Of course, she's in the studio. Name, 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 Cookie. And you know, we were at the. She loves a dog park. She loves to kind of like fake fight with dogs 18 times her size and I become a total dog a girl dad where I yeah. say oh you know I know where she's gonna be with the boys yeah. you know I see her she's not gonna be with the girls she, she's boys she'll be on for the boys she, she plays with the boys and anyways I did see these two gay dog dads mm-hmm. and I thought they might be gay dog dads I thought they might be a little bit buzzed, but that was okay. Like, what time was this? It was oh, it was twilight. It was oh, it was dusk. Oh yeah, no one said it was morning. What's better than a cocktail? You walk to the dog park. The vibe. This I'm, is so. You should be allowed to drink outside if you're walking a dog. That's totally. Really cool. So yeah, <laughs> the vibe, and I didn't even see any cups, and maybe this is just how they were, but like to me, the vibe was like pre-mixed margarita from like the grocery store. Delicious. So that's what I felt like they were on but uh-huh. they were so sweet it, it was classic gay couple in that one of them spoke and one of them didn't and um <laughs> <laughs> so the one who spoke came up and like our dogs were playing and like i get a little nervous at the dog park because i don't know etiquette yet right and so i'm like they look like they're trying to kill each other right. so i don't want anyone to think i know that april just is i know she can handle herself i know she's a total uh, rock star she can play with the boys mm-hmm. but um i'm like i don't want anyone else to get nervous if she's like fake fighting so i was like, kind of standing by and like and then the guy's like there's planners playing. I was like, I know. I was like, let me guess. First dog. And I was like, oh, yeah. So then he was first talking to dog. me. And I told you a story. How many people <laughs> have in their lifetime? So his other dog. Had, dog. <laughs> his other dog had just died. And now his new dog she was younger. And he shared that there was, because there's lots of dogs in my neighbor, uh, neighborhood. There's lots of dogs at this dog park. And I guess there was a dog birthday party, like, a week or so ago and I didn't get all the facts of the story it sucks that April didn't get the invite well she wasn't <sighs> there yet yeah I know but now she so. would be she's so popular right but well, um that's good yeah she is like queen bee now but like but he shared that at the birthday party the dogs hooked up <laughs> and his dog got pregnant his no. dog went to a party and got pregnant and she and I said how old is she he was 8 months 8 months old going to parties hooking up getting it's pregnant it's out of control eight babies having babies but then I couldn't Gen Z out, is crazy I could cause then I kind of was like did the dog like cause I, it seemed like the pregnancy was being spoken of in past terms so I was kind of like you know did she did carry get, it did she get an abort did she exercise her right to choose yeah. and yeah. like get an abortion but then he he didn't like that, this is when I was like are you on pre-mixed margarita cause I was like what is the story here? But he was like, "Why well, called a million bets? We, we process things differently." Uh, he didn't speak. He didn't speak. But gesturing towards his partner who hadn't spoken yet, I was like, "I think he just doesn't speak." But he's like, "And I, I made twenty bet appointments." Well, I'd love to bring in our guest with yeah, this question. Our, I'm so what sorry, I keep, no. I'm sorry to keep interjecting, but this story is so compelling. No, it's, I know. it's crazy that we would ask this, but um, open your ears for our amazing guest, Josh Gondelman. Now, Josh, can dogs have abortions? I don't know. Well, if they're not, then I'm marching my ass down to Supreme City Hall. Court because I have a daughter yeah. who I will not, um, who I will want to have complete autonomy over her body. Plus yeah. me, plus me and my input. <laughs> <laughs> I think me and my daughters have autonomy over her body joint. Joint, joint autonomy. You literally have conservatorship. Well, she's her. well, she's um, spayed. But that's the other question I wanted to ask, but I didn't want to seem judgmental. Yeah. Where I was like, why is she like able to even get pregnant? Yeah, I didn't know that they that people were still doing that with their dogs. Yeah, and well, especially if you saw. If you had a dog that you knew could get pregnant and you just saw them go at the raw dog park yeah. and, <laughs> and, and you'd be like, well, stop that. You're yeah, going to get yeah. pregnant. I know. You're going to cock block. Yeah. Well, they were too tipsy enough. on you're, you're only eight months old. I, this isn't coming from a Christian standpoint, but I just don't think you're ready for the emotional commitment yeah. of sex and the consequences. Do you want to end up pregnant? Yeah. And what about your life? And what about college? <laughs> Do you know what I think? Do you know what I think? I think sometimes you can't get them spayed until they're a certain age. 
Well, maybe. I mean, not that age thought. should be the age where she can go to a party and hook up and get pregnant. And get pregnant, totally. Yeah. yeah. You know, my dad is addicted to not, quote unquote, fixing our dog. Because he said that it, um, it can be bad for them. Well, when I was taking it. But I don't believe that. <laughs> but he's weird. He's really weird about his dog. When I was adopting from the shelter, they had me, like... I had to say that if she was going to be living with any dogs, I had to guarantee they were, like, spayed or neutered or anything. Okay. Anyways. So she couldn't live with your dad. <laughs> <laughs> My dad and his dog are not spayed. <laughs> well, I think that's, at least, that's, I think that's okay. We're not, we don't, you don't have to spay dads. Right? <laughs> no. That's right. Who knows? Maybe some dogs. If the woke mind virus thing, that's my persona on this whole podcast. Oh, you know, it's so interesting. I remember, like, when I was, you know, I grew to not be a dog person at all. But, like, when I was in, like, fourth grade, I wanted to be a vet. And I loved dogs. And I went to a report on, like, we had to do a report on, like, what job we wanted. So I did, and you had to, like, read it to the class or something. So I did my report on um, being vet. So you had to interview. <laughs> so you had to. <laughs> so you had to interview a person who did the job. So I interviewed our our family's um, our family's vet, Doctor Rini. And for some reason, all she was talking about. Get the old Doctor Rini on the horn. That is crazy. It's well, the Italian word for doctor. <laughs> Me and my um, brother were obsessed because, like, the yellow power. It was like we were like five and six, and the yellow power ranger's name was like Trini. Mm-hmm. So we were like, oh, it's adjacent. Totally. So, anyways, for some reason, all Doctor Rini wanted to go off about was like spaying and neutering. So my it got reflected in the report and the content of the report. Yeah. So. The whole report I'm reading is all about spaying and neutering. Everyone's laughing at me. Like, why is he obsessed with, like, dogs, genitals, yeah. like, whatever. And I was humiliated. And then I was like, I'm not being a vet. Screw it. Do you, it really makes you think, and this is nothing against Dr. Rini specifically. Yeah. Like, how much of what you think and do as a kid is just based on, like, the weird adults around you? I know. Even when they're, like, fine. When they're not, like, bad people. Where you're just like, oh, you grow up being, like, Summer squash. I can't eat that until July. Yeah. And you're like, okay, that's just a thing that's true. Yeah, yeah. I think that's the perfect segue into the one question we like to ask our yes. guests, which is, Josh, who were you? Who are you? And who do you want to be? Okay, I've been thinking about oh, this. Oh, it's okay. I've been preparing. Well, first of all, we have to say we're making history today because yeah, you're the, the third. third straight in male five years, you're the third only straight male on the pod. Wow, thank you. Yeah, yeah. we're lucky, we're lucky to have you. I join Elite Company. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, who are the others? Uh, Dan Licata. Dan Licata and Brandon Wardell. Oh, great. Yeah, we, we, we do one like every like two years. Every two years we do. <laughs> the Dr. Rini one is. It is. It's so exciting to be the third of something. Totally. <laughs> well, it completes it's the so trinity. Cheap. And it takes the pressure of being first. Yeah, you don't have that weight on your shoulders. Yeah. I'm just third. Yeah, you're still historic, but without all of the burden of it. Mm-hmm. No, I think that's so, that's so liberating. That's why I would love to be the third gay guy in space. <laughs> how, how, many gays, how many gay guys have been in space? How many? Did you Lance did. Bass ever make it up there? Oh, that's a good question. I remember he wanted to. I think, I bet he did. He came out as wanting to. <laughs> <laughs> but I never followed up. Wait, let me ask this. Oh, actually, I wasn't asking anything. I just yeah, remembered yeah, something. That's right. Wait, what did you remember? Something. I heard a podcast talk about how actually a bronze medalist is often happier than a silver medalist. Oh, it's so interesting. Because they're so happy to have a medal. Like, fuck, I got a medal. Not like, oh my God, I was so close to gold. Yeah, totally. So third, yeah. third straight. I'm I guess from my perspective following um, American distance running. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. It's so rare for Americans to get any medals that I don't even think they care. If, well, if it's gold, it's like, oh my God. This was, there's only been two American. Oh, there's been three American women to win gold in anything 800 and up, and there's been one American man. Oh, there's been two American men to win anything 800 and up in probably 30 years. Is this the Olympics? This or, is Olympics or World Championships. Or World 30 yeah. years, that's my whole life. Plus, yeah. My, plus one. Plus yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's your whole life. Minus but who's asking? My whole life six. Wow. <laughs> so I do, think silver, I do think there is, and then like the two main distance girlies of like, the late aughts, like Kara Goucher and Shalane Flanagan, mm-hmm. both got like they were rivals, and they always did similar things, right one after the other. Ooh. And so at World Championships 2007, Kara got bronze in the 10K, which was unthinkable at the time because like now it's a little more common for us to be in the medal hunt, but like then it was so rare. And then in 2008, famously the Say It With Me Beijing Olympics, yes. um, Shalane we went off and got bronze in the 10K. Yeah, she thing. did. But then. Years later, we're talking, that was like 2007, 2008, then probably in like 2016, 2017. Okay. A woman who was in both those finals and did receive the silver medal was busted for 
jugs. Okay, so do you get bumped up to the silver medal? So they medal? got bumped up, but so now they're both like, you know, if you read an article about Olympic, won the silver medal in Olympic, or like silver medalist Shalene Flanagan, but like, you know, she lived her life as eight years with a bronze medal, and like that's yeah. what she was yeah. presented at the ceremony, so. That would suck. Is that the burrito girl who I'm obsessed with? No, it's the, it was the burrito girl's coach, though. I'm obsessed with a girl who said she, it wasn't steroids, it was that she ate a weird burrito. I'm really connected to the only part of, Pat is always talking about running and over the past five years, the one thing I've connected with is what happened with the burrito girl. Yeah, she's like, she moved out of Oregon. Like She moved out of Oregon. She still kind of trains with her team and everyone's mad at them. Imagine having a bad, a bad enough burrito that you have to move into a different state. <laughs> yeah, it was hard. She got, her, she was getting her burrito on the way to, on her way to watch Bachelor, The Bachelor with the girlies. Okay. And that was a tradition. They would get a, Burrito. Yeah. Sounds like a perfect night. Hey, yeah. Yeah. And, and, and then, who would have known it could go so awry so, as to derail your promising running career? Basically, what happened was she got knock knock on her door. It's it's WADA, World Athletic Doping. Oh, I thought you meant the guy from um, Star Wars Episode One. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah. And she was like, and she was that she there was some real shit in that burrito. <laughs> and she was seeing Star Wars characters. Um, so WADA came to her, they knocked on her door. They, well, just because like she was our best 1500 meter runner and like everyone gets tested and they tested her. And she, as we could say in the in the biz, she pissed hot. <laughs> no, is that really what you say? I think people say that. Yeah, you think people say that. She, Luke piss is cold. That's yeah. what I was. So it's like no drugs. I piss cold. It's like well, just regular warm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Luke warm or hot. And Luke, Luke, piss Luke, piss hot. They were like, huh? They felt it. They were like, hey. <laughs> they like they blew on it. We <laughs> make tea with this. I'll always remember my. Oh my god, it's like. You, the moment I lost pain in the sense, I'm sitting in a pizza parlor with my mom at age six. I'm so scared. <laughs> age six. And the pizza's too hot to eat. Lean on. And, I'm sorry, the pizza's too hot to eat. It's so important that this whole get, this this all gets reported. Yeah. And so I, um, I had been told in the past, like, blow on it, blow yeah. on it. And then I said to my mom, I said, does blowing on it really work? <laughs> and she looked at me, and I guess she decided that I was older than her. You're sure. And she said, I think it's just something to do while you wait. No, that's not true. Blowing on it does help. This is I blowing my know. mind. And you're blowing on my mind. <laughs> <laughs> something to do while you wait. Do you think wait. blowing on it helps? I think, yeah. Yeah, why not? Okay, so put that in there. Well, I... For the... I don't no, know. Your it's mom like, said it's just we, something to do. We need it to, we need <laughs> I think that's such a beautiful thing. That's like a very poetic, like, yeah. it's just something to do while we while away yeah. the days. <laughs> Not your mom's voice. It has exactly. Pretty accurate. Thank you. Yeah. 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 I'm pretty good with impressions. It's it's like, you know, like when you're a kid and like you do the like most random science projects. Sure. Like, I was, I, there's always one person that's like, I want to count how many popcorn kernels burst in each brand. Yeah. Yeah. I'm kind of like, even, like, I'm like, no offense, like this isn't science. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But if I was a little kid, I would do a thing where I got two slices of pizza, mm -hmm. blew on one, dimple on the other, and then like somehow took their temperature. Also, how would you take the internal temperature of a pizza slice? I, I guess right quick with a, a mm -hmm. meat thermometer. Yeah, <laughs> I was thinking the same thing. Amazing. Oh. We'd have to have a thick slice. Yeah. <laughs> well, we would have to be deep dish. Yeah, deep yeah. yeah. We'll go Sicilian. We'll go Sicilian. <laughs> hey, we're going to do those. Okay, so who, who the fuck Anyways, are you? who the fuck are you? <laughs> <laughs> well, I think this was happening. I love that we briefly pivoted to like true crime podcast mm -hmm. about a burrito. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I know. Um, who, okay, yeah. so who Start from the very beginning. Start from the, okay, very good place to start. I'm uh, sorry, incapable of not musical? finishing that. I was. Wow. Yeah. I've, um, but it was, it was just something to do to pass the time. Yeah. Like, blowing totally. on it. Yeah, you were blowing on it. I was blowing on it through high school. You were blowing on it as, um, as. Model the Taylor and Fiddler on the Roof. I couldn't think, um, I want to think of one of the Von Chop children's names, but oh, I couldn't. Yeah. Gretel? Frederick? Well, not. Frederick was, was he the Nazi? Um, Rolf was the Rolf was the, oh yeah, that's a way Nazi or Both, the, both the Von Trapp boys were kind of apolitical. <laughs> <laughs> they, don't, they don't like to talk politics yeah. with family. Liesl was a Nazi sympathizer and everyone else was apolitical. <laughs> that's a rough spectrum within the family. No politics, no politics, no politics, Nazi sympathizer, Nazi boyfriend. <laughs> it's interesting that like, you know, that, sometimes you think so much about story structure and, like, yeah. save the mm -hmm. cap, and, and that's just, like, there's kids who get a nanny, mm -hmm. and, like, that's it, and then, like, and then also, meanwhile, it's World War Two, and, like, they sing and escape from whatever. That's not, not really a plot, per se. It sounds like a plot to me. Okay. The, the stakes escape, are high. The yeah, but it's not like me. the whole show, they're like, oh my gosh, we're gonna have to escape. The no. Thing. They don't really mention it until they're like, oh, and by the way, like, the Nazis are after that's us. That's kind of what's so thing. beautiful about it. I actually got chills. It's like it's like in Cabaret when you realize, like, what the backdrop of it is. Oh, okay. Maybe I'll give it, maybe I'll go ahead and give her credit. Give it, yeah, give, give some of the music a credit. You know, I saw Sweeney Todd, didn't I? Go on. Ooh, how was it? Well, <laughs> didn't I then? <laughs> <laughs> it was hard for me for a couple reasons. Sure. 
for one, for me, musicals are work. And for me as a coping mechanism, what I do is immediately, as soon as I realize like, wow, I'm in it, like, this is it. This is where I'm going to be for, I have no idea how long I can't take out my phone and look at the, the clock. Yep. Like I'm sitting, it feels like I'm sitting in a black void and I have no idea when it will end. <laughs> and so, and, and you could at any point ask me like how much time has passed. And it could be, you could tell me it was seven minutes. You could tell me it was a full three days. And I would be like, okay, yeah. <laughs> and so what I start doing as a coping mechanism as I start counting the songs. Oh, sure. Because I think to myself, there can't possibly be more than 20 songs that would be indulgent. So I'm like, so I start to count and try to get up to 20. I'm like, well, whatever. (laughs) So I was in that place. I'm also wearing my new viral chinos that are supposed to make your ass look good. Okay. They're a little bit too tight. And so that was affecting me. Now... Is the too tight part of what makes your ass look good? Or was it even too tighter than that? I don't know. I will say they do work. Like, they do make your ass look good, which I was shocked by because I've been fooled in the past by Instagram ads. Yeah. Where did they go viral? I don't know. They were promoted to me by the company as a viral chino. Sure. (laughs) (laughs) There's like, these viral chinos make your ass look good. And you're like, well, I don't, I'm not going to make you cite your sources. I'll try anything twice. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, and, you know, I just have the flattest ass, Josh. (laughs) Well, I'm I'm glad. My friend has the flattest ass. (laughs) I'm so sorry. It's okay. It's hard. <laughs> I'm thinking. I'm thinking about getting a BPL. No. <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm, lately, I'm at least saying to people that I'm thinking about getting it. I don't know if I'm being serious. I do. <laughs> I had the same thing where during like deep, deep pandemic, I thought it would be so funny to get full hair plugs oh and never God. mention it. Never mention it because yeah. I'm, I'm like famously bald. Not. I mean, as much as I'm famous for anything, people know that I'm bald. And so <laughs> it's like everyone in my family knows and just never mention or acknowledge it. Just felt like such a funny bit. That would be so funny. Yeah. That'd be funny if I could Oh, <laughs> I had chops. So my friend burped in my mouth. I don't have chopped by me. So like when I come here, I have to have chopped. Yeah. So I had chopped in Diet Coke. That's why oh, I Oh, yeah. When would you GB go bald? Oh, I started young. <laughs> yeah. I started I started it's 19. So, actually, 19. So, it's so important to your look, though. It wouldn't, it wouldn't yeah. work. I know. That's what would be so funny. I would get, like, like Bon Jovi hair. Like, yeah. Like, feathered yeah. bangs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh and my just God, never would, mention it. That would be so funny. It truly would. But I'm worried that people would not know that it's a bit. For sure. Don't <laughs> they'd just be like... Oh, he he like it's finally that, decided. Yeah. People being uh, like, good for you, man. Yeah, yeah, that would be the worst. Yeah. People being like, hey, you look great, and yeah. me being like, yeah. <laughs> it was fine before. This is funny. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, into are you're from Boston? Correct? I'm from Boston. Yeah. So you're born in Boston. Yeah, lived grew up in the suburbs. Okay. And then lived in the city. Can I ask you what suburb? Because I'm performing in a suburb of Boston. Which? Medford. Oh yeah. Are, are, that's my um. My sister lives there. So my story is this. I'm so, I'm, really, I'm so sorry. No, that's Are people going to be mad at me that I, what? I'm talking too much? No, no, you have to keep going. I'm I, curious. Okay, so basically I'm going to P-Town, and because I'm going to P-Town, I had said to my person, like, my person being an agent. <laughs> Agents are people too. <laughs> Thank you. Christina Young. Agent awareness. Christina Young, Meredith Gray, you are my person, me to my Um So I was like, book me anything in Provincetown. No one in Provincetown wants me. Like, they literally just, like, there must be wanted, wanted serial killer posters of me all over Provincetown because no one would let me inside of their establishment. So she's like, I could get you some, she, not even Boston proper. She's like, I could get you in a suburb of Boston the How day before. How close is Medford to Boston? Very close. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, so, I'm trying to help you. Yeah, you're not. I'm helped. What's the venue? <laughs> Wait, what's the venue? So I text my, and I had said like, so I had said to my, um. Person. Person. Like, <laughs> I'll take anything. Like, I'm going there anyways. You know, yeah. it's one of those. Of course. And so I was like, I don't care. Like, book me something. Yeah. So anyways, and I don't want to say this to, I haven't stepped for, I, this is, I'm so happy to be performing anywhere. Of course. So I, my um, aunt and uncle live in Needham. Sure. And so, which I said it was a 45 minute drive away from Med- Medford or whatever. Anyways. <laughs> They lied. They lied to you. Is this the most boring non-story? Please. So I'm like, I'm doing this show in Medford. Uh, Can I crash your guys' place? They were like, of course. And they're like, we want to come to the show. Like, what's And I saw it. I was like, of course. And they were like, what's the venue? And I was like, well, just so you know, like, I don't even, I've never heard the venue. I like sent them it. And I was like, um, 
I was like, I don't know if it'll be. You know when someone's coming and you're like, by the way, this might not be the yeah, impressive yeah, show. This could be show. like the middle of a dog track during dog <laughs> races. So I was like, I don't know what the vibe of the venue is. Like I said, book anything. So I don't really know. Yeah. It might not. It might not be impressive. And so my uncle was like, oh, I just Googled it. It says it's a new venue and by the, it's a uh, delicatessen during the day. <laughs> so I'm doing stand-up in a delicatessen in the suburbs of Boston. I think they have a good sandwich. That sounds good. Know, What's maybe? your favorite sandwich? Ooh, that's a good question. Um... I have a go-to sandwich. Okay. That's, I don't think it's my favorite, but it's the most reliable. I do like a bodega tuna sandwich. Oh, interesting. Uh, pickles, chipotle mayo. Oh, oh interesting. So yeah. good. No cheese. It's almost like a comment oh, uh, on. Oh, pepper jack. Oh, that sounds really good. It's almost a comment on a spicy tuna roll. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. I feel like. It's I've, fusion. Yeah. <laughs> it's, east meets west. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, it's kind of high concept. I'm actually opening a, a, a restaurant that only serves that sandwich, and they each cost, um, Eighteen dollars. I love yeah. that. Yeah. What a steal. It's like a lobster roll, but canned tuna. Is there a place? Is there a place that you go to where it's like to get a special sandwich in the city? Ooh, that's a good question. I feel like they don't exist in the city. It's you have to go out. Yeah. I know. I'm trying to think of like there used to be, and I think about it often when I lived in Alston, which is like a borough of Boston. There was this barbecue place called Soulfire, mm. and they did a barbecue Reuben. So it was like a Reuben, but on barbecue brisket with barbecue Forget brisket. It. it was so good. Mustard. Yeah. No, it was barbecue sauce. And okay, stuff. I, I but, could go for both. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't think there was. It, I go nuts time. for mustard, y'all. Mustard's yeah. so good. Forget it. I um, I'm like not in a sandwich place right now, but sometimes I go really crazy with sandwiches. Yeah. What do you like when you're like back when you fall off the wagon? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> off the sandwich wagon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what are your sandwiches of choice? Oh. oh, there's so many. I love. For me, it's really about the sauce. So like, okay, I like um. If it's like a grilled chicken with like a chipotle mayo, oh, if yeah. anything says chipotle chicken, I'm really in. When yeah. the sauce is orange, I go crazy. Yeah, <laughs> um, it is one of the best colors of sauce. Oh. Totally, it's so good. Can't no be held matter. responsible for my actions in the sauce. <laughs> and then I could also go for though like literally like a turkey, um, cheese, lettuce, tomato, onion, honey mustard. Delicious. Like, you know what I mean? You're never gonna get disappointed unless. It's a place with fucked up bad honey mustard. Yeah. Oh, or if they're skimpy, it's like, we, I, need, I want it wet. There, I think that actually the government does need to step in. The FDA needs to step in mm-hmm. and say, like, you you can call this honey mustard. You cannot call this honey mustard. <laughs> the way that Pringles aren't, like, potato chips. Yeah. They aren't. She tried to eat a Pringle the other day. Your girl? And I had to be like, no, leave You're it. just saying she. I <laughs> dog. Talking about me. <laughs> I truly thought, I literally thought you meant cat. And I was like, how did she, how did Catherine fail at eating a Pringle? Well, I do not like Pringles. Do you like them? Oh, you don't? I think they taste bad. I think they're one of God's best inventions. Oh, they're the, one of the worst inventions God well, ever did. First of all, give people credit for Pringles. <laughs> <laughs> What's up with this on God? Think, God did apples. People did Pringles. I think Fair even enough. the Pringle inventor would say, God did this. I'm just a vessel. <laughs> I'm a vessel. I'm just a cardboard, a round cardboard yeah. vessel. <laughs> through which God invented Pringles. I think Pringles, Pringles are so good. And I think they're so innovative in terms of what they say. Like, they'll see a flavor out in the wild and they'll be like, can we do this as a Pringle? And and if they can or can't, they'll try. You know what I mean? Yeah. They'll judge. They'll try to make anything. Pizza flavored Pringles. Yeah, those are good. Yeah. They, that was a success for them. I think. I think they nailed it. No, no, ma'am. You know, like in tomorrow and tomorrow and tomorrow, how they're yeah. always like having ideas for games and making. That's how I picture like the Pringles. So, like, <laughs> I'm working on a new pizza, pepperoni pizza. You know what's so interesting? Sometimes people have pizza flavored things and yeah. also pepperoni pizza flavored things. Yeah. Interesting. Well, it's different. Yeah, it's, it's very different. Respect. Pizza respect one, the the, they should call the pizza one cheese pizza to, to make yes. it clear. Totally. That there's no pepperoni. Yeah. I love pepperoni. Do you? I do. Oh, I think so it's so good. I, I think pepperoni pizza is one of the best inventions by God. By God. <laughs> wow. Okay. Okay. I'm sorry. I didn't realize I was on a strict religious podcast. <laughs> oh, yes. We're very religious. Wait, I'm sorry. No, we, have to, get, we have to get yeah. to the meat. We have to get to the meat. I know. You Speaking of pepperoni, we have to get to the meat. Holy shit. That's the fucking best segue I've ever heard. I'm not even kidding. <laughs> so we've already gotten really far into your origins. Now we know you come from outside of Boston, kind of near Medford. Kind of near Medford, where my sister lives. Um, oh, cute. Yeah. Oh, she has to go to my show. I will help. When is, she, when is it? I'll make her go. The 11th, she's hungry. The 11th of July? <laughs> the 11th of she's July. Like, I don't really like comedy, but I will be hungry that day. She's like, what kind of honey mustard do they have? <laughs> the bullshit kind. Yeah. Ugh, I pass. can't do it. Yeah. Um, yeah, grew up outside Boston. I was like... Uh, I think I was just like a, I did I did musicals when I was in high wow. school. I um, but I did sports that I was what bad sports? at. 
I played basketball no. through junior, no, through sophomore year. Love. And then gave up. I played Little League till I was like the biggest kid in Little League, yeah. which is mm-hmm. its own kind of embarrassment. Oh, were you big growing up? No, but I was just like, oh, I played and all the it. other kids were in like a different league and I, I was like the oldest kid in the Little League. Yeah, Which is, yeah. Big in time, not in size. Big in time, yeah. Just a huge number of months. I was swole with months. Do you know what my favorite level of Little League is? What's that? Okay, we're not doing T-ball anymore. Yeah. Oh, we're not pitching to each other. When the dad's pitch. The dad's pitch. There's nothing that makes you feel like a literally Olympic caliber baseball player. I'm like, I'm going to MLB. And they're basically, I mean, like, the pitches are like, they get right in front of you and they're like. They hand it to you. I remember being like, I'm amazing. Yeah. And then kids start playing it. I'm like, this is scary. You're going to hit me. This random ass kid throwing a ball as hard as he can near me. Yeah. No. No, thank you. So let me ask you this. Bring the dad's back. Bring bring back the dog. It's you and sister. I have a sister. Just the two of you. And then our parents. Well, for sure. (laughs) (laughs) The creator. Yeah, yeah. The creator. You mean God. The creator. The God God of your family is your parents. And is she older or younger? She's younger. Oh my God, cute. Yeah, she's she's like an incredibly good person. She's a physical therapist for children. No way. No. Yeah. You're so sweet too. Are your parents so good? Yeah. Yeah, my parents are great. They're so nice and cool. Um, Yeah, they're very, very sweet people. My mom is like incredibly diplomatic. Oh my God. Which I get from her like truly when I, I I like am bad with conflict not in that I like freak out but I will like contort myself to avoid it mm. which is a deep personality flaw but I get that from like seeing how good my mom is at like diffusing tense situations mm. and I'm like I'm gonna do it my own stupid way that yeah. uh, is not psychologically healthy are you watching the current song sunset no. Well, Mary comes out as being bad at conflict. <laughs> she's, she's bad at so conflict. You can check it out. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. She's, she's one of us. But then, as soon as she comes out as being bad at conflict, it gets worse. And she like she's bad at conflict in this way where it's like literally as soon as anyone starts fighting, she starts as like a robot malfunctioning. Like she can't make <laughs> words anymore, and she is like trying to like because Jake. Well, anyways, Jason leaves and asks her to cover his stuff. Don't don't, don't no spoiler. Oh, yeah. Watch it. But let me ask you this. <laughs> You, you are someone who's known for being so kind yeah. and sweet. So what happens when you get um when you get angry or yeah. upset? Do you keep it in or do you ever let it out? Oh, I keep it in. Yeah. Wow. It's it. And I don't know. Where does it go? Where's I it don't go? know. <laughs> and I don't like, it's like, where you know how like sometimes you'll drop a grape and it rolls under the couch? Yeah. And you're like, I don't know where it is, but it's nowhere good. Yeah. <laughs> That's me with anger. Oh my God, it's so interesting. It's a grape under the couch of my heart. <laughs> <laughs> the grape under the couch is so red. It's like you're never going to pick it up. Yeah, kind it's of... just going to be bad under there. What kind of thing makes you mad? Oh, you know what? This is like my worst pet peeve. And this is, again, a terrible quality. When someone asks you to do them a favor. I love to do a favor. Yeah. Mm. Love it. Oh, I hate it. Oh, I'm He's so... Like, people ask you to do their podcast and they haven't set up when you arrive. <laughs> and they're running around late. No, I love a favor. <laughs> but I hate when someone asks you to do a favor and then treats it like they're doing you a yes. favor. Oh. Where yeah, they're just like, oh, um, why don't you come and uh, you come over at like 6 a.m., and then help me throw this couch out the window. Yeah. And you'll be right near that that uh, pizza place you've been wanting to try. It. No. And then like, oh, my God. Yeah, but they're not open at 6 a.m. Yeah. <laughs> like, that kind of thing. It's just like, ask me the thing. Yeah. Don't pretend that we're doing an equal exchange. Yes. A hundred percent. One thousand times. You know how some people are, like, scared to ask for help? Yeah. I'm not. I am. That's awesome. <laughs> no, but it's actually, my boyfriend was like, you could be a little more scared to ask for help. <laughs> I'm so scared to ask for help. Really? Yeah. When do I ask for help? No, no, I'm just saying, like, I'm like, why not? It's fun. <laughs> I don't know. I but don't... I think over the age of 30, like, you shouldn't be asking your friends to help you move in general. Like, oh, yeah. It's time sure. to just sort it out. It's yeah. time to get it together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're a child. You're kind. You have your sister. You're doing the shows. You're doing the sports. You're kind of a, a jack of all trades. Are you popular in high school? I was, like, technically popular. Nice. Wow. I, like, I wasn't cool, but numerically I was popular. Did well, you have like... the right boyfriends? Like, friends that were boys? Ooh. I was... I like kind. I had a couple friends, close friends, and then I was friends with the theater kids. Yeah, and then I kind of drifted. I was pretty fluid socially. Yeah. Um. But this is like a weird, like fucking Malcolm Gladwell origin story, uh-huh. where in my high school, the class president of the class, like elected officials, were the people who wrote the comedy sketch for the school variety show. So I was class president for. A ju- uh, sophomore, junior, senior year. Oh my god! As a sketch comedy writer. Oh my essentially. god! Yeah, truly. Three Pete. Yeah. Three Pete. I was yeah. vice president That's the first crazy. year, and then I was like 
So it, it is a literal popularity contest, but I was like definitely only voted in because they're like, well, this is our class's best sketch comedy writer. Oh so you're always into comedy. Yeah. I was, I was, yeah. How'd people you get didn't into get it? How funny I was in high school. Some. Some? Some people didn't get how funny I was in high school. <laughs> yeah, definitely same. Yeah, sorry. I think probably the same too. Well, you were not, you were no, not you're really not you were elected three I was, Yes, but I think there were probably haters, you know. There's yeah. always haters. There's always and haters. you know what? I saw a TikTok that said you can take that negative energy and actually transmute it to serve you. Can you? Well, that's what this girl said on TikTok. <laughs> it just makes me feel bad. Same. Yeah, me too. I don't like that. I hate haters. Oh, I hate haters. They, I hate, yes. I don't know I'm a hater hater. I'm a hater hater. But wait, so... Were you dating in high school? Yeah. Do you wow. have Do you have like a long term? I did. I guess you have like a long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you like serial monog? Yeah. Okay. You know who I bet you were like in high school? Who's that? My one cousin. <laughs> <laughs> I. You know what? I can see that. <laughs> he had long term. Maybe I mean, it's all mignon. He got introduced me to this guy. Yeah, he married his long term. Ooh. Yeah. I did. I mean, I eventually married a different long Different long Yeah, totally. Wait, was this a high school sweetheart? Yeah, but he's six years younger than me, so we never were in high school at the same time. Okay. But my brothers were in high school with him. Got it. That <laughs> if that helps. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, this is, you're really painting a picture. <laughs> kind of like, it's like negative space where this person is, but you're painting a picture around them. <laughs> oh my, I hate my laugh. I no. love your laugh. I love your laugh. That's something Jamie would say. I hate my laugh. <laughs> so great. Wait, so what was the first, first of all, what was the first comedy thing you liked? And then what was the first girl you liked? Oh my gosh. Oh, you know, this, is, a, this yeah. is an early one. We're talking about, wait, for, what was the second question? First comedy thing you liked, first girl you liked. First girl I liked was like the cute girl duck from DuckTales. Oh, oh yeah. A lot of people say Ducks animal. are hot. Yeah. yeah. A lot of people go animal. Have your ears, Miss April. Yeah. Ducks are hot. <laughs> <laughs> A lot of people say not from Lion King. Oh, sure. This might even be before that. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> um, not to date myself. Well, yeah. Um, but to date a duck. But to date a duck. God, um, the dream. Um, I hope it's okay to say, but my um, boss and friend, Paul Downs, whenever he does a running bet, or whatever he says, he always, whenever he's referencing something that's like medium old, he says, not to date myself, but it would suck myself off. <laughs> <laughs> but now he, it's like almost a tip now where you cannot say, not to date myself, but I would suck myself off. Oh, um, yeah. Oh, <laughs> that's really good. I have, do you, do you ever get so locked into a bit where you're like, yeah. well, I can't stop now. Okay. It's been too long. Oh, yeah. I keep saying on fleek. <laughs> this year. I, do you mean from external pressure to keep doing it? Or no, not like, external. Oh, my no. brain now just has these grooves yes. in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I yes. can get into a lot of those. Remember I got into one with saying 1,010% yeah. very recently. Not <laughs> <laughs> even a bit. Just a weird Today, thing. my therapist said there are really bad grooves in my brain. Oh, Really bad. Oh. I get really jealous of people I love. Oh, that's so hard. It's yeah. so hard. Any tips? I don't know. Do you get envious? I do. Yeah. I do. Um... I try, I don't know, it's it's tough because I imagine mm -hmm. when it's someone you love, yeah. you feel jealous, and then you're like, I'm a piece of shit. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. The, oh, I hate that feeling. The yeah. Um, back to the doc. Back to so, the Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, first comedy thing. Yeah. I was, like, we had these videos, I was, like, a big, uh, we, we had these videos of, like, SNL compilation episodes from when I was a kid, like, the best ads of SNL through the years, mm -hmm. but then I remember... When I was like seven, speaking of silver medals, yeah. Nancy Kerrigan, who's from wow. my hometown. Oh, wow. Yeah. No hosted way. Saturday Night Live. Oh, my God. Before, before or after? After. I assume after. Oh, yeah, my God. Yeah, yeah. And um, the, that, I remember that being like very formative. It being like the first comedian from my hometown yeah. being uh, famous figure skater Nancy Kerrigan. Nancy yeah. Kerrigan's your favorite comedian. You know Never done comedy before or since, but still my favorite. Oh, I found out from a gay person that Patty Lapone is from my town. Whoa. And Rosie O'Donnell, I already knew, is from the town next to me. Cool. Yeah. That's nice. Yeah. Beyonce is from my hometown. Are you serious? Houston, ever heard of it? <laughs> I, I found out about a gay person that Mario Cantone is from my town. Really? Yeah. Oh. We've never connected, me and he... I did a show with him one time, and I felt like I was like weirdly starstruck and didn't want to bother and be like, "Oh, we grew up in the same town of twenty three thousand people." Yeah. Well, for me, it's like if someone was on like Best Week Ever or mm -hmm. something, yeah. that's who I get the most starstruck by because totally. that was my lifeline. Yes, Best Week Ever was my lifeline. It's it's also like one of those things where you're like, it means so much to you, and you're like, will this mean anything to them if totally. I say that, or will they be like? Thanks. Yeah. Who did I say that to? I, I think it always means something. I think you're probably right. I said it to um, 
I told Kristen Bell that Veronica Mars changed my life. That's an amazing that's thing lovely. to say. I know, but it felt, like, stupid to say it. I'm sure she no, loved it. that's really nice. Yeah, she said, you and me both. Oh, that's a great answer. That's a perfect answer. That's a, oh, wait, that makes me love her. Not that I didn't, not that I didn't before. <laughs> I didn't. It, it turned me around. I like her now. <laughs> so basically, Josh, you're telling me in high school, not only were you the most popular guy in school, but also, you had a girlfriend. I did have a girlfriend. Were you guys... We, okay. I you feel safe talking yeah, about Yeah, no, I appreciate that. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. I was the, um, I was like so naive when I was that age and probably still. Yeah, but we, no, we got, you're jaded. Thank you. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> you seem too much. You seem too much. That's what I think of you when I think of you. I think Josh got jaded. jaded. Just like, oh, I'm fucking over it. Um, I was so naive and that we were like hooking up high school style. Mm-hmm. And then I didn't realize that everybody we know was having sex. Wow. And I was just like, I found out later. I was like, ah, yeah. should have just, ah. It's intense when you're that young. I know. And you just know, I'm like a very like, is this the right thing to do? Of is course. this like a good thing to do? And so I'm just like so afraid of everything. And so it, I, so we didn't. Wow. I know. Wow. Where is she now? You want to, she, you don't want to end up like, you want her to end up like the dog. Like the dog, dog. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's her. It's her. Yeah. Um, where is she now? I think she's, she's still closer to home. Like uh-huh. she's making the rounds at Disney World. She was Daisy Duck. <laughs> she still is. She was a uh, figure skating champion, Nancy Kerrigan. <laughs> <laughs> I always remember like being at cross country camp and like, it was my senior year and like my friend who was a straight was like, had a long term. Yeah. And much like yourself. And yeah. I remember I not really knowing know. if they were having sex. And as the gay, I was like friends with him, but obviously close with her. And then there was a junior who was kind of like a hot shot. And okay. we were like in the bunks in cross country camp. Yeah. And like he was talking, the junior was hot shot. was talking about how he was having sex with this girlfriend from another school. Yeah. And I actually believe him. <laughs> I think it's day. It's day. And so strap me up to a lie detector test. And so then <laughs> Wait a minute. A lie detector to be like, I believe him. Yeah. And then we're like, okay. Yeah, that's not lying. Get, get him hooked up and then we'll see. I can't believe you would lie to me about this. Oh my God. So he was like and then he asked the, my friend, the senior, who had a long term, he yeah. said, Do you guys have sex? I remember because I knew this friend so well. I remember him saying like, um, uh, "No, no, not really, no." But I remember being not able really, to clock because not I, really. no, like he said no. But I remember clocking like because I knew him. I was like, "Oh, he's lying." And Ooh. then I, but then I had this respect for him because I, I bet the girl was like, oh, "Tell don't people write, sure, sure, sure. Because I knew you. Yeah, that's from yeah. Wicked. Yeah. I have been cheated. Everyone. Yeah, there was a musical I watched in non-viral chinos and absolutely <laughs> <lot. laughs> Just fucking regular prison. Tea. I'm sweating so likes. much. I apologize. So let me ask no. you that. Are you oh, sh- oh, please. Josh. Josh. <laughs> Josh. Let me ask you this. So you're, you're, you have it all in high school. And what's your dream? Are you like, I'm going to be a comedian? Or- I So I wrote a, I wrote a play Ooh. in high school. It was not good. But it was, I, it got praise. Oh, good enough. Yeah. And I was like, well, I guess that's what I do now. So I went to college thinking I was going to like major in playwriting. Mm-hmm. And by the, it, it's very weird to be like, oh, actually stand-up comedian is like kind of a more common job than playwright. Yeah. Like I definitely know more people that do that <laughs> as a living. Yeah. Totally. And and so, but I thought that's what I was like. I'm gonna go to college. Yeah. Um. And then I immediately was like, Oh, I'm not on the college theater kid level. Yeah. Yeah. Neither am I. Yeah. Like no. you weren't vibing with them, or you were it, just like. It wasn't that they were bad. I just like didn't have the commitment. Yeah. So how did you start doing stand up? Because I feel like when I met you already. Were like stand up extraordinaire. Oh, thank you. Um, I started after my freshman year at Brandeis. I wow. had a friend who was doing it who was like a kid I knew when we were both in high school, different schools, and I sounds like you made him up. <laughs> <laughs> Hook me up to a polygraph test. like my I, one cousin. <laughs> <laughs> Hook me up to a polygraph test. I believe you, Josh. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> it does make me feel trusted when you would say that. Totally, totally. Yeah. And so uh, I was like 19, and my friend Joe had started doing it. My other friend Dan was like, well, if Joe's doing it, why aren't you doing it? Classic. Mm. Yeah. Was, That's how everyone starts doing stand-up comedy. They see, like, someone who... And this is not saying anything about Joe, who I'm sure is 
hysterical. Very funny guy. Joe Rogan. (laughs) Who's Joe Rogan? (laughs) But the way I think a lot of people start is like you see people, you find out someone's doing it, and like, oh wait, that person's not totally either not funny or like if they can do it, I can do it. That's and that's what like my friend Dan said to me basically. He was like, he's like Joe's funny, but like. Then why are you doing it? Yeah. yeah. Okay, good Starting, point. Starting a huge beef between Joe and Dan. Yeah. Um, they know. <laughs> Imagine if they didn't. They found are you so close podcast. to them? I, I'm not close to Joe. We were, like, occasionally in touch. Mm-hmm. He's a, a lawyer now. Nice. And Dan and I are still close. Okay. We, we've known each other since we were, like, seven years old. Wow. wow. Dan is the most supportive person I've ever heard about. He's great. He's in a band called In the Meantime. Oh, Very yeah. Okay, yeah. check it out. Now, do you know Josh? You're an elite company of comedy people who I met when I was closeted straight. Really? Yeah, I met. Do you remember when you met? I remember when you met. Yeah, yes. I met you through you with your improv group. Yeah, well, yeah. that actually, Josh, was a sketch group. Was this? <laughs> wait, really? Well, that we, was two, written. Josh. We did. <laughs> we did improv. It was like two me and like these two guys from my, okay in, from my improv 401 class, okay. and then like. The, and these three girls that we knew like started a sketch group, but we all improvised this. Got it, got it, got yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I don't think I saw any of the sketches, but I definitely saw <laughs> improv shows. <laughs> there were limited sketches. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this was like, I mean, we're talking, was, like, this is probably like 2013. Yeah. yeah. I Crazy. came out in 2015. No, wow. no, no, I came out in 2013. You met me just on the cusp. Whoa. I was varieties. Did he seem cuspy? Did I seem gay? You were like, that could probably gay. I don't remember. Like, <laughs> I. I think because no, I don't do that to <laughs> I spray this in his eyes. Book me up to a lie detector. <laughs> um, Did you believe me that I was straight? But I think because when we met, if there was, if it was right before you came out, yeah. I feel like it must have tipped so quickly yeah. that I just remember like, oh, since you, I've yeah. known you. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I specifically remember. He's like. <laughs> I'm really sweating. Yeah, no, that well, yeah, it must have been just before. Yeah. Oh, fascinating. Yeah, I know. It is fascinating. I know, yeah. yeah me coming out is literally the most interesting thing I've ever done. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll die on that hill. So, let me ask you this. Before you met Pat and knew he was straight, <laughs> he was a whirlwind for me, by the way. I, my reality was shaken to the core. Well, I, I also remember, like, I actually, I don't remember exactly when we met, but I just remember, like, being with that sketch team and someone's talking about uh, uh, someone's dating you and someone's being like oh they're dating uh, Josh Conneman he's a really big stand up and I was like oh my god <laughs> you are a really big stand up it's amazing no, when did you become a really big stand up did you move to New York after or were you doing it in Boston for a bit I started in Boston okay okay yeah I was doing it in Boston when I was in school and then I stayed and I dropped preschool for you dropped preschool, you preschool? yeah 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 you must have been so good at that you're so comforting I really it was a really good job I think like I, I don't have kids. We're probably not going to have kids. Yeah. And I think, like, the relief at, like, when they're all gone for the day was so good yeah. that I'm like, well, I know that that's my favorite part of being here yeah. with kids. <laughs> so I want to be, I newly want to be Dink. Double oh, yeah. Kids. Yeah. That's it's an amazing life. It's fun. It's yeah. really good. Yeah. You can get takeout whenever you want. Yeah. yeah oh, I really already nice. do that too I'm much. Dink- I, need, yeah. I need a kid, so I stop getting takeout. <laughs> That's how the dog got pregnant. She was getting too much takeout. Just wasting too much money. It's like, I get a fucking crazy. do something. She's like, she, the dog was like, at this party, <laughs> I'm going to get, I'm going to trap. Uh, yeah. Hole in the condo. Yeah. NBA player's dog. Oh yeah, my wait, God. do you know NBA players? Someone told me, um, did you know that someone told me that NBA players are taught, like, always take your condom after sex? Because, like, so that the girl doesn't use your cum to get pregnant. Wow. Someone told me that. That's a horrible thing. I, I'm not supporting anyone. No, you invented that idea. <laughs> I've always been doing that just like, because, you know. Yeah, yeah. I, I compost. <laughs> yeah, I compost my, my lover's tongue. Um, it's so beautiful. But I did. I used to teach preschool. And That's it was, crazy. I, it was good. All, almost all my non-stand-up writing work experiences, like uh, education and early childhood stuff. You'd be very good at that. Thank Do you. you miss it at all? I, You know, I've... I did really like doing it, and I think there were there have been times where I'm like, man, I wish I did work that was like helpful to people more. Mm-hmm. Um, but I I don't like I don't think about going back. But it was no, like a really not. yeah, it was really fun. <laughs> the world would suffer a lot. Yeah, <laughs> we don't have time for that. But it was like it was a really good job. I was pretty good at it, and I I did stuff like because of my like background and and interest in you know and. Uh, comedy and writing and stuff, I would do, like, they just didn't have, like, a 
end of the year graduation ceremony or like a, I felt there was like a holiday party and so I would I was like oh I should write a little play for the oh kids my god they probably loved it was it. really fun oh. it was really fun and you sh- in a way you shaped Gen Z I hope I hope I did you yeah shaped, um, those wow. my those kids, kids are now Gen Z they're on TikTok they're, they're you shaped doing... TikTokers yeah. thank you I, I would like to consider myself the godfather of TikTok totally. yeah. well you were going you to have to be yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was also in Dr. Rini um, um, <laughs> let me ask you this <laughs> so then, okay, I'm, can you, if you feel safe, we'd love to hear the love story, the meet cute of you and Mara. Oh, yeah. Because you're in your, you've been happily together for how long? We've been together. <laughs> <laughs> I know this is um, nicotine spray. But okay. sometimes when we share a mic, it's like, it, it goes towards me and I don't want to have it. I don't want it. I've never seen secondhand smoke with nicotine spray before. <laughs> this is only sold in New Zealand. How do you get it? eBay. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Oh, yeah. So Maris and I knew of each other and a mutual friend. I just had a breakup a few weeks before and a mutual friend invited me to this party that Maris. This is like an incredibly 2014 story. Yeah. But um, Maris was having a party to celebrate the fifth anniversary of her, her successful Tumblr blog. Yes. Incredibly 2014 story. Wow. And... A friend invited me. I was coming from a show, and I was like, "Sure, why not?" I'm just trying to like, I'm trying to like meet people and do things. Right. And, like, I'm trying to have fun and not just work. And um, I we met at this party, and I said the only cool thing I've ever said in my whole life to her. And and then we went on a date like two days later, and it's just been like great since then. Wow. Well, well, yeah. So here's the only like cool you said. thing. This is the only <laughs> cool thing, and it's like marginally cool by my standards. Um. She, I just booked this stand-up gig in Sweden. Oh my, oh my god. god! Yeah, and I'd never been to Europe before. I'm like a real townie, and so I said, "She was like, how are you? Like we knew each other." She was like, "What's new with you?" And I go, "Oh, I just booked this gig in Sweden." And she was like, "Why did you go to Sweden?" She like had, she had like a couple drinks and was being a little sassy, yeah, and uh, and flirty. And I was like, "Okay, we'll come to Sweden, but." I go, give me your phone number. Let's hang out once in America first to yeah. make sure that it's a good idea. Oh, my yeah. God. And so she gave me her phone number, and I texted her the next day and was like, uh, I said, let's, that was very nice to meet you. Let's hang out before we do that New York thing. It gets weird that we haven't actually hung out. Yeah. And she was like, okay. So the next, like, that weekend, we had, like, a 9 a.m. breakfast date because I had to wow. leave town. And so we, I, like, drove to her neighborhood in Brooklyn, I lived in Harlem. I drove to her neighborhood in Brooklyn, and then we had breakfast, and it was very fun. And then I drove away for like a few days, and was like, "That was great." And so that was that was the meet cute. It was about friend Drew, who we both just met. Like this this person who just excuse me come into both of our lives was like, "Oh, you two should know each other." Was he a stand up? She is not. Was She's he? A was he a stand up? No, Drew. He um. She, Drew is a she. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Wait, I, you were I'm doing sorry. a bit. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Josh. That's a boy's name. <laughs> and yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought, I thought you were doing a bit of like, but is he a stand-up? Oh, I, was like, oh, yeah. I wouldn't have already done that. Okay, okay, okay. okay. So I do that now. It's Drew Barrymore. Is Drew Barrymore still in the mix? Is Drew Barrymore still in the mix? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's our third. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Polly. Yeah. Um, just and so then she did go to Sweden with you. She did not go to Sweden. Oh, she not. She'll always be the girl who didn't go to Sweden. She'll always be that girl to me, my wife. That's what I think of her. That's so exciting. How do you know you wanted to be wife, hus? Ooh, that's such a good question. And I have such a boring, like, square answer, which is just, like, the more we spent time together, the more I was like, ooh, let's do the next thing. Like, mm-hmm. let's do all the, let's let's keep going. Like, after a year, I was like, get, I had my first job in TV and was like, ooh, I bet I, I could live by myself if I wanted to. And then I was like, but we should live together. Oh. I, I said that. I was like, I'm, I'm going to start looking for apartments, but... I think it would be fun to live together if you think that is good. And she's yeah. like, yeah. So, so, so we moved in after, like, basically exactly a year Classic. of dating. What yeah. was your first TV job? I was doing the social and digital stuff. It's actually my first full-time one. I was doing the social and digital stuff for John Oliver's show. Oh, And then so I was good. a staff writer there after for it's a while. the best show. They're, I mean, they're so good. He's yeah. great. Their, their staff is so great. And the, the folks when I was there, too, was, like, really amazing. A lot of people that I'm still closer than like trust and like read stuff for each other stuff. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. It was great. And on my first first job was I did like 
two days of super, super freelance work for Billy on the Street. Oh, my God. The funniest. Which I was so, I felt so lucky to get to. Yeah. Whenever my brother comes over, we just watch, like, old YouTube compilations of Billy on the Street and just, like, die laughing. I've never watched it. It's so funny. He's so funny. And the big stunts are really fun. And he, it was, like, I remember in our meeting, like, I met with him before I got this, like, super tiny little bit of work. And uh, I I pitched something, and he was, like, you know, this funny idea... But with celebrity stuff, my experience is, unless they're really cool and you know they're cool, they never want to do anything cool. And I was like, what an interesting lesson. <laughs> and I think that that, like, holds a lot of the time. Yeah. Where you're like, I have this great idea. And they're like, nah, I just want to, like, talk about my movie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah totally. Okay. Wait, so I have a couple questions. Please. And now we're getting to who you are now. Yes. But do you do, you do a lot of stand-up while you're working on, like, TV stuff, for one, I'm always curious about. And for two... How often do you write new jokes? You, you have a million new jokes a second, I feel like. I, I love... The, I mean, like, I do it because I love the new jokes. That's, yeah. like, the most fun part for me. What do you do? What's your process? Ooh. I, like... I, I'm, I've been bad about writing, but I, like, too. kind of collect, like... I tr- This is, again, so, like, ooh. But I try to, like, keep my eyes open to being like, oh... I noticed this, that I need to, like, clock that mm-hmm. this was a yeah. thing that is not normal or an interesting thing that happened. And then when I get a couple of them, I will sit and write longhand. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And I'll, I'll be like, here's what's funny about this, and, like, here's other angles. And Allison Leiby and I write oh, jokes I together. Her. She's, I mean, she's so incredible. Funny. Yeah. She's the funniest. And, um, and when I'm on a TV job, I still do stand-up. But I let myself off the hook for new jokes. Yeah, I, yeah. I do, like, maintenance sets. Yeah, Where, like, yeah. I'll still put in avails. I won't... I'll say yes to a little less, um, like stuff that's like, oh, I have to go Delhi. I'll go to a deli. <laughs> <laughs> my sister's told me about that venue though. She's Wait, like, really? kind of excited about it. Oh, yeah. cool. Okay, I, I don't closer. mean to talk shit on the. No, 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 no. It was no. a funny thing to like send to my uncle. Like I'm doing this show, and he, yeah, his yeah, thing yeah. back was it's in a deli. Yes. Because <laughs> right. right. you know, as a stand-up, you're always like trying to look cool to your family. Yes, of course. Yeah. That's like having doing comedy stuff. I imagine I imagine both of you have this where there's this stuff that you're like. I care about this. And then there's additionally the stuff that you're like, my parents will think this is legitimate. Yes. And sometimes it's the same and sometimes it's yeah. not. Totally. That's like when I perform at Carol when I used to perform at Caroline's. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, yes. And your parents go, I know what that is. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Wow. But yeah. yeah. Oh, sorry. That's closed down, right? Yeah. yeah. That's why I feel comfortable outing it as as a place that <laughs> never was. Um I guess when you're right when you're on a show maintenance yeah and in between your right so what are you up to these days i'm most I, i'm on strike predominantly oh, right. yeah i'm so much busier now that we're on strike really because i was between i finished up i did a bunch of punch up for the final season of mrs Maisel, which oh, was so fun that's so cool such a cool job i am like really psyched to have worked on it and additionally big one for the parents and the in-laws oh yeah, i'm sure huge it. yeah um and and then that ended in October, and I had a bunch of road dates booked, so I've been on the road a bunch, and then it was kind of like, my the way it goes is like, oh, it's October, which is basically the holidays, so like, we'll talk to you in February. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's like, okay. Totally. And then in February, everyone's like, well, there's not really much going on because people are right, getting ready right. for the strike. So I've just been like on the road, and then, and that was like a pretty fun lifestyle, and then now it's like I pick it for most of the week, and yeah. then I go on the road, which is... That I'm humiliatingly tired after walking in yeah. small circles. For yeah, like no, it's tiring. exhausting. It is. I am like embarrassed by like my hips are sore. <laughs> yeah, because you today we're in like a driveway at a production, uh, like a soundstage, and it was like one of the drivers was just a slight dip on the sidewalk, and and that isn't anything when you walk over it once, but when you walk in, like, 500 (laughs) circles that, like, your right leg is four inches higher than your left leg, you, like, leave walking like a pirate. (laughs) You need to go get a nice massage at Renew on West 8th, my favorite spot. Oh, is that good? That's my favorite. I go there, there, like, every day. It's It's heaven. I haven't, like, left my house a lot since getting a dog. Well, of course, you can't leave your house with a dog. Yeah. I was picking a lot in L.A. I haven't picked it a ton since I got back to New York. Yeah. It's, um, the New York... Picketing is like really. I've like learned so much. Uh, this is what you're. Do people bring their for. dogs? Sorry. What's that? Do people bring their dogs? A couple of people have. Okay. I'm this dude. Her. This yeah, dude okay. Barry. Okay. This dude Barry Julian has a um adorable pug named Peggy who's so mm. good. Uh, 
and my That's a really good name. Yeah, Puggy the Pug. Yeah, what's better than that? Not much. Puggy the Pag. Puggy the Pag. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't make sense. You're right. That's not that. <laughs> um, but that's uh, my dog. She does not travel. Right. Well, she she's, stays home. How old is she? She's about to turn sixteen. That's oh my god. She's so old. That's such a big part of your life. It's so oh. we we got her. She was eight when we got her, okay. and she she just had her eighth, or she was about to turn eight, and she just had her eighth gotcha day that last week, which means we've had this dog for over half of her life now, wow. and, so and she's, sweet. like, so elderly. She's so weird and yeah. old. I love her so much, and she's so bad. I get stressed out about having a dog that long. <laughs> I hate to feel tied down to something, but I am. <laughs> <laughs> It'll get easier. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, totally. And she's, like, she can be left alone. She's, like, very good yeah. at that. That's, like, her... She's just, like, oh, you're back? Yeah, <laughs> like she yeah, sucks. That's, that's, like, what I want her to be, like, oh. yeah. Oh, look at that. Know, she's so, she's tired. so she cute. She's so cute. sprinting around the dog park for, like, I can't wait to cuddle so her. long. She gets so tired. And then her, her tongue literally drags on the floor. Yeah, yeah. Busy's like that. Oh. <sighs> so then... Who are you now? Because you said you're well, we kind of said, yeah, we Well, then who do you want to be? What's your dream beyond Ooh, this? Okay. okay. I feel like most of your... Lots of your dreams must have already come true. Yeah. That's true. I feel, like, so grateful. I, I know I'm, like... The, my whole vibe here has been, like, Disney princess. No. <laughs> no, you're Disney with Edge. Disney Thank you. Princess with Edge. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, you can fuck. I would like to intimidate one person ever in my life. <laughs> <laughs> that is, like... I'm sure lots of people are, are intimidated. I, I was intimidated by the idea of you when I was straight, remember? <laughs> remember I remember from eight minutes that? ago. <laughs> it was the whole now, and now you're you're out, and you're not intimidated. I'm out. Oh. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> just out friends. No, now that I'm out, I I have trouble being intimidated by straight only because it's like feels like such a different category. Sure, right? sure, 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 sure. Yeah. right. Like being intimidated by a horse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, what am I? Like, okay, you're fast for a horse. Who cares? <laughs> Um, but, um, what was I going to say? No, oh, wait, what do you want? What do you want? I, like... What do you want? <laughs> <laughs> I, I really would, I'm, I don't know, I'm, oh, this is such a good question. I knew it was coming. Yeah. And I still am like, oh, this is deeper than I'm ready to go. I do, I do really, that is part of what I would like to, like, re- I could get robbed just by people being like, hey, give me that. And I'd be like, well, sure, you must need that more than I do. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm so soft. Uh And I need Mm. to, like, I I feel like I need to set some boundaries in my Mm. life. Sure. But I also think your softness is so unique. And, like, I think there's so few people in comedy that can, like, retain that. Thank you. After, like, what we do. And there's strength in it. Yeah. Thank you. I try to feel that. And I I mostly do. But there are some times where I'm like, I should have just, like, Yeah, you do want to have happy boundaries. Yeah. Yeah. It's very hard to say no. Yeah. I heard someone say this here today that was so helpful. Like, they were like, I tend to treat loneliness with isolation. Oh. Do you know what I mean? I treat loneliness. But, like but it's meaning, like, like, it's a bad thing to do. It doesn't help. But oh. their default is to treat loneliness by isolating. So obviously it doesn't work yeah. out. I've just been blown on pizza to pass the time. Blowing <laughs> <laughs> on that pizza, baby. Um, oh, such a cute dog. I mean, it's cute? really crazy. So then... What the next segment we usually do is um, do you have a crush for the week? It can be a thing, person, place, idea. Ooh, that's a great, uh, a great question. Crush of the week. Oh yeah, Ooh. I got a new case of um, polar orange vanilla seltzer. Orange oh, vanilla, orange getting vanilla. cream yeah. in the seltzer. Yeah. yeah. How it do is, they do it? <laughs> it's amazing. The science behind the seltzer is it must that's, be phenomenal. There should be a podcast called the, the Science Behind the Seltzer. There probably is. Yeah, there, there probably is. Let's go. There probably must be. And that is, I like, oh, I've just been crushing them. I like, it, it is my crush, but also I've just been crushing seltzer. Yeah, double. Like, I drink, I, I wonder if this will resonate to you. I had a day last week where I drank seltzer at home like I was at an office. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I yeah. drank an office quantity of seltzer. It was yes. like four seltzers. Yeah. And that's, that's unsustainable. Well, right. Well, because it's, the, the office places you into this abundant mindset. Yes. There's infinite seltzer. You don't have to replace it. It's so hard to replace it. It's so heavy. It's so heavy. Yeah, but it's an abundant mindset that comes from a scarcity mindset. Because mm-hmm. you're, you're drinking too much in the office because you're like, well, this is where it's abundant. I can't have it anywhere else. So yes. I better just drink as right. much as I can. Yeah. Scarcity and abundance come into an intersection in an interesting way in an office space. 
Mm-hmm. That's so true. I think it's really, yeah, that's absolutely true. I think I want to be a guest on the Science of Seltzer podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to be, you're going to co-host if you want. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, who's your crush of the week? My crush of the week is my reunion time with Miss April Dreams. Aww. I've really missed her. It was, it was like really, I've had a really depressing week and I think it's because I was like so committed to her for two weeks and then mm-hmm. like she left my life. Thank God. How many days do you have her? Like, two weeks. Because she had a foster before you. So I'm trying yeah. to figure out when she'll figure out that, like, she's perm now. And she's not, like, she's not going to be moving. I feel around. like they say three weeks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like had Pat not adopted her, I would have been, like, devastated. Yeah. She means oh, a lot yeah. to me. So yeah. She's my and you're allergic? Is that right? She was just, like, give, I feel like some dogs will just give me hives, but it's just worth it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I guess I'll say I can show you guys a new place I've been ordering all my food from, Garden Cafe in Inwood. Shout out to Garden Cafe. It's a place you can, like, just get, if you need this, you could just get grilled chicken and, like, rice. Okay, cool. So it's like a diner for real girls? No. (laughs) It's not a diner for real girls. It's a diner for, like, not, like, fake girls, but, like, um, it's a diner for girls who, like, some, like, don't want fries sometimes. For sure. That makes so much sense. Yeah. yeah. Real I'm, girls always I'm big fries. into the yeah. girls <laughs> who don't want fries sometimes aesthetic on TikTok. <laughs> totally, totally. Well, you taught them. You raised them. <laughs> I did raise them. They're my daughters, so exactly. I'm just so happy that they've defined their aesthetic. Um, Josh, do years. you feel hot today? Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. No, I felt sweaty. <laughs> <laughs> and that's different. I, like, was so not excited. doing it. You were so excited. Yeah. No, I'm sorry. Oh, I'm so sad. Why don't you feel hot today? When do you feel your hottest? I feel like when I when I'm physically cooler. Yeah, for yeah, sure. That's same. a great that's a great answer. It's time to feel hot. Cold is hot. It's cold impossible is hot it's to in. feel hot when you're hot. Yes. Um. I, the people that glisten, I'm I'm a dripper. I drip too. <laughs> yeah. And I like, I've, I've such an expansive cathedral forehead. Mm. And like, no, you do not. Thank you. I actually disagree too. I think you have a very normal size. Thank you. Yeah. But I take off a hat. Like I'll wear a hat out to get keep the sun off my face, mm-hmm. and I'll take off the hat. I like and that just hat. Like, Thank you. LL, Todd Snyder and LL Bean. Very chic. Thank you. Very chic. I like a corduroy hat. I've been into a corduroy totally. hat. Totally. Yeah, ride the wave. Thank you. <laughs> and I'll, don't, hey, don't, don't let us stop you. <laughs> <laughs> um, the, the, I'll take the hat off, and then just like a sheet of sweat falls oh, off. Oh, interesting. It's horrifying. I sweat a lot, but not a ton from my face. Like, I sweat a lot from like my body. Okay. To the point where I'm getting a dermatology appointment on Thursday, and I've literally been counting down the days until my dermatology appointment. I don't sweat that much. That's amazing. I sweat normal. Okay. But whatever. Do you feel hot today? Um, I do feel hot today because I had a therapy session, which I really needed. And and I even did my Wim Hof breathing this morning. I don't know about that. Yeah, it's a Swedish question mark guy okay. who wants you to breathe a lot. <laughs> like, he, like faster than usual or deeper than usual? It's a lot about like, it's like repetitive kind of intense breaths and you hold your breath. Okay. I need to do it like three times. And I did I did a YouTube video. I don't know. I was feeling really depressed, So I was but yeah. I feel better now. You're pretty depressed this week. Really? So depressed, morose. But morose even. How are you? Um, I think something's with the stars. Yeah. Something's been, happening with the stars. But I do like to do a thing like where like creepy. when it's a new season of <laughs> <laughs> when it's a new season of Housewives, I like to watch like the first few episodes build up before I plunge in so I can get mm. into the world. So I've been totally. doing I'm doing it currently with OC. I've been doing it with Atlanta, and Atlanta finally reached its, like, it's time to dive in. There's enough world building that's happened for the season, so that's been helping me just being with my old friends in that way. Um, I don't feel hot, um, but that's okay. I think, like, I I did get so tan. You look really great. But I think, like, I've been feeling wrinkled or something. (laughs) I kind of got Botox. Okay. Um, I mean, whatever. And um, and of course a BPL and <laughs> well, you get those you, know, maybe, you maybe, get those viral chinos. I know. Well, those maybe are... start with the BPL and expand it with Botox. <laughs> <laughs> um, getting a dog before you have a kid. Exactly. <laughs> um, yeah. Are you mad at me? Um, I'm not mad at you at all, but I feel like, Josh, are you mad at us that we were a little disorganized when you came in? No. Really? I honestly felt like it was an intimate way to start the podcast. Sorry, you know, we, we're not used to, our, our producer's out of town, and we're, we've been doing it over Zoom, but it's so sad over yeah. Zoom, so we're like, let's fix it, like, this is the week, we're like, this week, we're going to yeah. start doing in person. So now we have our setup, yeah, now it's yeah. all happening, so I, we appreciate you so much coming and being our first, um, in-person guest in a while. It was yeah. an honor, thank you. I mean, I feel like there's so much more I want to ask you, just to, I guess if I were to ask you one thing, it would be like, how do you... <laughs> How do you stay like calm and kind in an industry that seems to, I don't know, breed or reward sort of, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like harshness or like intensity sure. or negativity yeah. almost. Sure. Um, 
I'm not good at the other thing is mm-hmm. part of it. Yeah. Where it's like humiliating to watch me when I'm like, well, I'm going to throw my weight around and really, and it just comes out like so bad or just like, hey, watch it, buster. And people are like, we don't respect that at all. Uh, I would listen. I would listen. Thank you. That to yeah. Me. Thank you. I would watch it. <laughs> Thanks, buster. <laughs> um, but I also like, I don't know. I, I feel like I, it, it, it really goes back to my parents who are like, deeply kind and good mm. people yeah. and it just has worked enough that I've never been like well time to pursue the opposite path and yeah. just be a monster now yeah do you feel like people soften around you because of the energy you give off I think sometimes there usually people get me right and sometimes there is like an adjustment period where someone will be like what the fuck is your deal and I'm like <laughs> that's just what I'm like and they'll be like all right I'll allow it interesting yeah and but it is I think people people are generally gentler on me, which sometimes I think is nice. Like sometimes it's like takes the edge off of an interaction where a person might be a little more guarded or a little more savvy. And I'm just like, oh, let's just be people. Mm-hmm. Um, but then sometimes I think people like won't tell me things because they'll be like, oh, this, this sweet boy can't handle it. Oh, yeah, interesting. Like, do you, mm. I was the, always the kid that w- would, people would come back, I'd be at, like, a party, and someone would come back from the bathroom with a lot of energy, and I'd be like, uh-huh. what, they power nap in there? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, I was like that, too, in college. I, I never saw a drug. Um, in college, I didn't, but then in Randomly, in my, I feel like during the pandemic, all of a sudden, I was just like, oh, people are just doing lots of craziness. Yeah. yeah. But I don't blame them. Who could fear death Of course, yeah. yeah. I was like, I'll try it. I would tell you not going to people, it's like medicine cabinets and seeing if there's anything fun. Mm. There's some fun stuff. There's definitely some fun stuff out there. Yeah. Enjoy it. Well, <laughs> are you not me? No, not at all. Thank you so much for bringing Miss April Dreams. It really made my of day. Of course. And thank you so much, Josh Gondelman, for joining us. And if people want to follow along to see your tour dates, yeah. what's happening? Where should they Where should they go? I'm at Josh Gondelman on uh, Twitter and Instagram and TikTok and uh, Blue Sky. I guess. What's Blue I know. Sky? Someone keeps I keep getting DMs of like, "Hey, I have some invite codes to Blue Sky." Wait, what's Blue Sky? It's I've like, never even heard of that. Place. It's a new social media. It's exactly like Twitter, but there are few fewer people there. Which I'm is getting so nice. many bot followers. On I haven't been on Twitter in like over a year, or like uh, since January. Wow. Incredible choice. Yeah. Um, but you're but, one of my favorite Twitter followers. Thank like you. before we even met, I remember seeing you on Twitter. Oh, that's so good. You still, you still enjoy it? I mm, I'm still there. Yeah. <laughs> she, she saw you on Twitter when I was in the cusp of coming out. <laughs> and my friend was cusping, was crusting, and I was like, "There's Josh on Twitter." <laughs> Um, but I do I have a newsletter oh okay, uh, I, I, Josh is my website but I have a newsletter called That's Marvelous where I do pep talks every Monday uh, and, and that, that has my tour dates in it every week Amazing. okay that's marvelous yeah is it a substack it is it's joshgondelman.substack.com oh perfect well. okay. I could use a pep talk and I'll say buy tickets to my oh yeah buy July tickets to the deli show, and I might be finally finding something in Providence and I might be and I would love to say uh Buy tickets to my Edinburgh Fringe run in August. We, Why not? So we've all had things we, we'd like to Wait, say. Your show, your your new show that you're doing is so good. Thank I told you, so you like much. a million times. You've been so times. nice. No, I really appreciate it. It's yeah. so good. I'm Madison really proud of it. it. I'm proud it's of it. It's great. Sometimes, you know, I, I sometimes I feel like hashtag jaded. Sometimes I feel like I put my whole heart and soul. Yeah. And this is just part of the gig. But sometimes you, you literally rip yourself open. And then like after the show, it's just like, bye. And then you go to bed and you're like, okay. Yeah. I yeah. Know. And sometimes it feels good and sometimes it feels like work. Yeah. Well, that's, that's part. Man, there's that um, song by The Hold Steady. Oh. Where there's a lyric uh, about being in a band, but I think mm-hmm. it applies to all performance about some nights it's just entertainment and some other nights it's yeah. work. And you're like, oh, man. Like that, yeah. like, I uh, I was like, you saw right through me. Yeah. Some nights just entertainment. Yes, yes. It reminds me of another lyric by one Billie Eilish. Sure. Things I once enjoyed just keep me employed now. Wow. Oh. Wow. Billy on the street. Billy on that. <laughs> different Billy, different Billy, same street. Um, thank you so much, Josh. Thank you for listening. We love you and um, we live you and we laugh you. Sweet treatment. If you're boring, it's